you've gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far everybody we got another episode of Hall and Snokes for you you have Hall here Danny Hall you got Matt and Chris and uh, I think this week we'll start off with a report live from Rue City Comic Con <laughs> not live well, I suppose it's not not yeah, live anymore not live, oh, right. but yeah we have uh, a, a representative that was there <laughs> yeah sure why not uh, yeah no it was pretty dope um, Rafe who was here, uh, what, I don't know, three, four weeks ago, maybe, uh, he came out for it, uh, Chris, yeah, I wish you could have been there, buddy, it was a fucking good time, but I know you have adult, uh, responsibles to take care of, so, uh, uh you know, I, I can respect that, and I, I already drug you across the country once this year for, for that sure. sort of thing, so, uh, <laughs> it's, it's understandable. It's respectable. Um, it's pretty dope. It, they expanded it last year. It was only two days and they expanded it to three days, uh, which was pretty fucking cool. So it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, there, I feel like there weren't as many big name people. Like I think, well, actually, okay. I guess what I would say is that I think for me last year, there was Peter Mayhew and there was Stan Lee. So that was like, okay, Star Wars and Marvel, like, that's like, okay, the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. Like, yep, I'm on board. <laughs> cool. For this year, I feel like they had a lot, they had shit for other people that was there. Like, for instance, they had a Doctor Who there. You know what I mean? So, like, that's like for fucking Doctor Who people, that's like if fucking Mark Hamill was there, probably. I don't know. Because I've never, I, that's just one I've never been able to get into. There's just too many. There, it's like, where do you start? There's 19, right, 19 different ver. It's like if there was like four different, fucking 15 different versions of Star Wars that were all like vaguely connected, but Luke was played by a different character in each one. It's like, where the fuck do you start? I don't know. So I've never been able to get it. But anyway, that's fucking sidebar. Uh, Weird Al was there, which is cool. Saw Weird Al. Like, I didn't, like, he wasn't, like, performing, but he was there. We saw him. It was That was neat. A um, couple of the, oh, the Weasley twins were there. Fred and George Weasley were there. It was uh, weird because they had black hair. It was kind of disconcerting Unac- kind to of, see. Kind of unacceptable. Yeah, it's kind I of, think. I was like, I paid to see your fucking... Ginger your, ass. Your ginger... Yeah, I feel like they should be, like, required... Flame-kissed to- hair be redheads for the rest of their lives right yep. it's kind of i mean i think so but you know uh <laughs> william shatner was there i didn't see him but he was there uh uh we didn't go to a ton of panels like honestly the the one panel i wish we would have gone to was the weird owl panel like we didn't because it like we would have had to stay like like the show floor closed at five the first day but then the panel wasn't till like 6 30 so we're like oh shit all right like i we we didn't want to wait around for a full hour and a half uh to to go see it like i I think it would have been cool but uh you know it was at the end of the day it's not that big a deal 
Uh, we still got to see Weird Al, which was neat. Uh, the only uh, we went to a couple panels, a couple like voice acting panels. We went to a SpongeBob panel with SpongeBob and Squidward. That was pretty fucking entertaining. <laughs> um, oh man, I have a video of it too, and I need to send it to Tyler, Chris. But it's um, they somebody got up there and asked both SpongeBob and Squidward to do the. Excuse me, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Line from the room. Oh my god! And so I have video of both SpongeBob and Squidward saying that, which I That's need to upsetting. send to Tyler. And yeah, it's. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen the room, it's it's the most amazingly terrible movie you've ever never seen. Don't. You know, um, I just, just don't watch, watch the... it. Don't watch don't. it. Don't watch it. Just watch the James Franco comedy that's about to come out about it. Because that would be yeah. a way better experience than actually watching the movie. Which actually looks pretty fucking funny. It does look pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so Friday we got there. We fucking walked around a whole shitload. Drank some beers. Fucking bought a bunch of stuff. Bought some toys. I found a Maz Kanak series there, which is pretty dope. Uh, got a bunch of cool artwork uh i got these really dope prints from this like i didn't even honestly realize it was like a place that like sold stuff but i like followed this page on facebook called like 13th floor where they sh- they just put up these pictures where it'll be like you might have seen them where it's like you know a world war ii a war photo uh but then like they'll put like an ad at in there or whatever you know what I mean? Like, it's these, like, old-timey war photos, like, you know, Photoshop, like, Star Wars vehicles and, like, you know, war machines into these, like, World War II photographs. And it's really cool. So I got, like, a couple of uh, these. It's, like, a dogfight between, like, a, a Spitfire plane and a TIE fighter. Uh, There's some cool <laughs> shit. Like, you should, if yeah, the 13th floor, I think, is, it, yeah, is the name of it. And, like, they have a ton of really, really cool shit. Uh, so I bought a bunch of their prints. I bought a bunch of prints from a bunch of different, or like, I think like last year, Chris, like I pretty much spent like most of my money buying art from people, which, uh, now I just don't have any wall space to put it all up. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, yeah, that was fun though. I feel like on some level it was, I, I was like, like I said, you know, last year, that was a the first convention I'd ever been to, which kind of blew my dick off. And B, you know, there's fucking uh, Billy Boyd from Lord of the Rings is there. Fucking John Bernthal, Punisher, you know, Peter Mayhew, Stan Lee. You know, what I mean, it's like so. Those are like the heavy hitters for me. This year, there weren't for me as many. Like I know there were for different people. You know, if you're a Star Trek fan, fucking Data was there from Star Trek. Like a bunch of Star Trek people. Like. Uh, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. You know what I mean? Like, there was some fucking cool cool shit that they had. But, like, it wasn't... I think for me, you know, this year is, like, what last year was for me for a lot of other people. On top of the fact that that was also the first convention I had ever been to, which was kind of like, oh, holy shit, this exists. <laughs> uh, which, you know, then led to me going to Celebration, obviously, and, and, and uh, doing all that. So... It was fun, for sure, and also, like, I just was a fuck... Okay, so, like, I'm just a dumb motherfucker, which might sound like an obvious thing to say, but I'll, I'll give you evidence of why I know that's true. 
because <laughs> so we went on Friday, we went on Saturday. Sunday I was gonna go because uh, Friday I didn't dress up. Saturday I had I went and had a little like rebel officer costume put together. Sunday I was gonna go with with my fucking Kylo Ren, got it all fucking ready to go, packed up. We literally fucking drove all the way down there. I live an hour from the convention center, and god damn it, I didn't bring my fucking badge. <laughs> At all. It was left an hour away. We, to be, like, at, we didn't go, which was fucking, it's shitty and dumb, but whatever. But the only, the thing is, we were only going to go for two hours on Sunday anyway. We were going to go until, like, one o'clock, and then Rafe wanted to leave because he wanted to go watch the Packer game. And I was cool with that because by then, you know, we had been wandering around for two full days. Like, we're like, okay, pretty much, there weren't any other panels or, like, you know, celebrities or anything that I was like super stoked on at that point and I had already spent way too much money so I was like you know what fuck it because it would be $40 for a single day pass just to go in there for two hours so I felt like a complete fucking asshole and a total idiot <laughs> but it is what it is yeah uh, so that was kind of like ended with a little bit of a whimper but yeah. the reason that all that happened is because after Saturday, which was a super fun day, uh, spent the whole day at the convention, fucking drinking beers and having a good time and fucking whatever. And we went out afterwards. And I, I do, I'm like short of celebration, like which you know we stayed up pretty late most of those nights or just didn't go to sleep most of those nights. Like short of that, I pretty much am lazy as and old as fuck. Like I'll go to bed at like <laughs> nine o'clock on the regular. But, like, yeah, dude, we fucking, we I went out and fucking tied one on till like, 4 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. So then Sunday we woke up, and and I was just a little bit, yeah, I was just a little bit out of it. And I didn't even fucking <laughs> think, dude, threw the shit in the car and literally didn't think about uh, the badge and whether or not I had it until we were, like, pulling into the parking garage at the convention center and, and yeah, so that <laughs> ended with a bit of a fucking letdown, right? right? Uh, other than that, it was a ton of fun. Um, yeah, it sucks you couldn't be there, Chris, but, uh, it was still yeah. a good time, and, yeah, I don't know, I think, uh, like I said, I think it's, it's just getting bigger every year. It's only been around for like five or six years. And there, I, I would say there was definitely over like 40,000 people there. Like I, it was a ton of, a ton of folks. So I think it's just going to keep getting bigger and, and it's cool to see, like half the fun is just seeing all the fucking dope costumes that people wear. Like I didn't really take as many pictures this year as I wish I would have, but I was just too busy fucking, I don't know buying shit i guess <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah no it was a good time no that's uh, i'm excited now because like i have uh nyc comic-con coming up i actually that... did get my uh badges for it yeah so... i was gonna ask you how far away you are for that it's yeah, a couple it, weeks right yeah it's uh i think october 6th and 7th dude i'm excited for you man yeah i'm ready i'm ready to live vicariously through you right we're, you know what? We're just gonna have to work out. A, we're gonna have to put like a GoPro on you. That's just no, dude. Costume. Uh, what's that, what's that thing? There's, there's an app. Uh, what's it called? God damn it! Periscope. I, so, 
Periscope, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. Yep, you got to peris- Periscope yeah, no. to us. <laughs> no, just I'm, like I'm, live stream me. I'll be at I'll be at work. Just fucking. <laughs> I, I I do have Periscope. Uh, here's the so new can, fucking black series. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I have no, I have no. Plans. No, I mean you don't ha- don't don't feel obligated to because that's a little ridiculous. I know. Like I'll definitely if you send do. Pictures if you do it, I'll yeah. definitely watch it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> sounds good. But yeah, I, I I'm trying, I think it's best if I just go there with no game plan and just kind of show up and see what happens. That's yeah. kind of kind of right. Well, I mean, out. yeah. But no, I'll try to. Uh, I guess try to hit up some of the people I met down in Orlando, but we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. All right. But I'm definitely stoked. And I haven't really, like, researched, like, the panel schedule yet, so I'll have to figure that one out, too. But All right. we'll have more info on that, I guess, closer to October. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Have they announced much of the stuff that's going to be there as far as panels and yeah, guests? And I, like, it's pretty close by now, right? Like, yeah, like, I, I, every day I get, like, emails about different people that are going to be there. I haven't really, like, skimmed through them yet, but I figure, like, when I'm, like, the, the two weeks leading up to it, I'll, like, kind of pick what I want, really want to do and probably try to get into those panels. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I've never, like, I've always heard about San Diego, you know, people camping out. I would guess it's probably kind of similar in New York, like, I don't know, yeah, like, for crazy. the big, big panels, but I haven't heard any of the, like, what's exactly, like, the big stuff that's going to be there. Yeah, like, I, I again, I, I haven't really done my research yet, but, but, uh, but honestly, like, I'm honestly more excited just to kind of wander around and see what's on the floor. Yeah, it's always a good time. Yep. But yeah, uh, what else do you want to guys guys want to dive into? There's quite a quite a plethora of information going on around the uh, Star Wars world. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So before we get actually into like yeah all of the uh, the craziness in Star Wars this week, I just need to like acknowledge something here that like this is week one of of the nfl season and of our fantasy football season and me and danny are going head to head and i got fucking well dick slapped i I felt bad because i you you started kicked my ass so bad that you started to feel bad about it (laughs) a little bit and like first like the uh because because brady shit the bed on uh on thursday oh dude so I was like, all yeah. right, all right, maybe. Well, I can get he like didn't a... though. Here's the thing: he really didn't. He had a good game. He threw for 267 yards, but three times they got down within uh, the red zone, and three times they handed it off to their running back, and he ran it in. So like, he had a good, solid okay. game overall. If if he would have had one, two, or three of those touchdowns, then then you yeah. know it would have been all right. But yeah. He only gave yeah, me fucking ten points. Exactly. Out of that. Like he, he didn't shit the bed as like a, a quarterback, but as a fantasy stat machine, he didn't quite light it up yeah. as he really does. Yeah, yeah. But dude, overall, I just like I I had a complete fucking shit show. Like it didn't matter because you won by like more, like almost double my score anyway. But 
Yeah, yeah, all my big players did nothing. Adrian Peterson gave me less than two points. I was thinking he was going to go off against his old team, man. <laughs> but they have a good defense, like they do, you know. And every time that he was in the game, they fucking telegraphed it and handed him the ball. So they just, yeah. like, everybody zeroed in on him every time he was in the game, and then he didn't fucking get anywhere. So, yeah, it was a shit show. I mean... Like, you had a good game. You didn't have, like, an insane game, but I just had a terrible game on, you know, when you had a pretty decent one. So it, yeah, it like looked what? like a horrible fucking ass kicking. I mean, yeah. it was a horrible fucking ass yeah. kicking, well, but well, I'm just trying like, to rationalize it to myself. You started Deshaun Jackson, and he didn't play because of the whole Well, see, play. the thing is, right. I didn't realize that yeah. until until after the games were going on Sunday that that, okay. that, that was the game that had been postponed. And I tried to add drop a different receiver that was playing for the Giants on Monday, and I kept trying to do it, and I kept trying to do it, and it okay. kept like fucking up and not. It wouldn't accept him into that roster position, and so. But by that point, I was like, "Well, I'm fucking losing by 50 points going into Monday night anyway. Like, what does it matter, you know?" So I gave up on even. So I, I tried to fix that, but it was too fucking late. Any, it didn't really matter by then anyway, but. Yeah, it it was just a fucking shit show. I mean, you never know; the season can turn around. But I'm I'm not looking uh, not looking too good right now. No, I mean there wasn't a lot of lot of touchdowns, anyways. <clears throat> throwing touchdowns last last weekend. Yeah, except except, right. except who I went against, which was Nick, who had Matthew Stafford, who threw yeah. like four of them or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude. He he scored almost double your score too. So yeah, you know. How I feel. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I got man. screwed by it too. Same thing. I didn't. Uh, I had two Miami receivers, so I didn't even have somebody to fucking sub in. So how are they going to do that? Is is it just going to like be swung into the bye week or something? Or yeah, they both have the same bye week, so okay. it worked out. That's interesting. It's going to suck for them because they have to play 16 straight games. Yeah. So, I guess they're paying millions of dollars to do it, so. <laughs> so suck it up now, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I am the, uh, I guess, currently leading the Holland Snooks in our fantasy league as far as the Holland Snooks podcast. God damn. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, okay, so here's an idea. We uh-huh. have, you know the the pot for if you win the overall league sure but do you want to make a bet amongst ourselves amongst the three of us to say who's gonna not necessarily who's gonna win the league but who's gonna win who's gonna finish first second and third out of us all right Uh, i'm down well what 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 should we bet or should we should we take take a week and think about it yeah, let's take a week. I feel like that's all right. Fine. Yeah, we'll okay, figure something. All right. Out. Yeah, yeah, let's let's try to brainstorm some now, some ideas. Now, what what is the uh, how, what determines the winner? Who who has the best record amongst the three of us, or just playing each other? Well, I'd say, hmm. Okay. Well, we could we could do it by like division divisional record if you get so like in the same way how like in you know say the NFC South. Your divisional record against your divisional opponents counts more than your overall record. So, like, you could we could call it the like Holland Snokes divisional record and say like only count the games where we play each other, or we could say just who finishes above the other two 
right? Like in the overall right, okay. rankings at the end of the season. So we could, I mean, I'm fine with either one of those, but we could, we could, although we should probably look and see if we all play each other an equal amount of times. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's think about it and, and we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to we'll you reconnoiter guys. And, and, <laughs> and, and decide it next week. But I, yeah, I like the idea. I like my own idea. Apparently <laughs> go figure. Hey, it's their, their ideas. That's that's the most important thing. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all. I just needed to address how badly you kick my ass, and and like you know, I I, I can acknowledge it at least. I'm not happy about it, but it, it is what it is. Hey, no, you're you're taking it on the chin. I I, I feel like I I'm can't taking even... it in all sorts of things. You're being so humble that I I almost can't shit talk because it's like oh well you're being cool about it so. <laughs> that's my that's way of by design. And also, I'm, you look, I'm you also look just, like an I'm honestly just a terrible shit talker as well. I'm like, well, okay, I'm just so like I'm so like, demoralized. I'm just like so demoralized because it's not like okay, if it was a close game, I'd be shit talking you right now. Yeah. If it came down to like one play or one, but like I'm just so demoralized by how my entire team did the entire weekend that I'm just like, yeah, I'm terrible. You're right. I suck. <laughs> I'm like I'm fucking shit. Yeah, like, like There's half, no arguing. And I won't lie. Like halfway through Sunday, I was already like looking up like what my matchup was like next for the next week. So <laughs> yeah, well, it's a long season. We'll see where she yep. goes. Hey, here, it's only but, week one, uh, so, right? Everybody's gonna probably win one, and everybody's probably gonna lose a couple. So yeah I reckon I'll lose a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in your same boat. Maybe when Matt and I play each other, one of us will have to win so All right. yeah, right. I guess somebody has to right. We have fractional points, so it'd be really difficult for us to have a tie, but you never know. We might just be equally that equally shitty. Two weeks, right? <laughs> All right. I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, I, that's that's all. I, that's all I had. That sounds good. Do we want what kind, what part of the uh, the world of news out there? Do we want to dive into first? Well, should we just get right into the fucking meat and potatoes? Yeah, let's eat up those meat and potatoes. Uh, do you want to? Okay, so before we get into the news that was announced today, do you want to first discuss the fucking uh, the sacking of Colin Javaro, which also happened since our last meeting? Yeah. Um, right. It did. Right. We didn't talk right? about that. I don't, yeah. No, I don't right. Think so. I think no, we, just, we just had like a group conversation about it. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah we texted about it. But okay. Yeah. But so yeah. I don't know what. First of all, are you happy he was fired? What do you think about it? I, part of me is kind of like, I don't want to say happy, but, well, like, I, I have to, I'm trying to, like, block the, the news of today out of, like, my, my headspace, but yeah, like, I, I was kind of, I, I kind of like Jurassic World, but I kind of saw, saw how, like, it wasn't quite the, uh, the timeless, like, masterpiece that, like, Jurassic Park was, but, like, I don't think it was possible ever to do that. But kind of some of the uh, I don't know the, the character interactions, the scripting of that movie. I I, I can kind of see why it wouldn't translate into a great Star Wars movie. And I guess 
that kind of made me okay with it. And of course, that uh, that other movie did, which was just garbage. That everybody's the Book of Henry. About. Yeah, I guess that I don't know if that sealed the deal for it, but uh, it kind of. I remember we had a conversation a couple episodes ago about it, and it was just. I think it was at the same time that they got rid of uh, Lord and Miller. And it's like, huh, I wonder if they're going to probably do the same thing with uh, Trevor Well, the funny thing about it is, though, dude, if you remember that, like, we actually talked about that a week before. We talked about Trevor getting fired, like, a week or two before uh, Lord and Miller got fired. We weren't, that wasn't even on okay. the radar. We, we were, I think we were like, oh, well, at least that ship is fucking still on course. But we were like, talking about the book of henry and about like yeah how, okay i so, don't know maybe yeah, I, I forgot the exact timeline but it just it just tell, i think shows that's you, how it went i'm pretty just sure shows you how crazy this like production development of all these new star wars movies has been yeah right. I, I hope they're I just not they creating almost, production hell yeah i yeah i i think they might have bit off a little more than they can chew in terms of the turnaround it's like give yeah. yourself a little more breathing room but yeah uh chris what did what did you think about him getting fucking fired um, I'm not like super surprised, but, um, I don't know. I was worried. Uh, now I'm not as worried today, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's hard to look right. at it. Like That's Danny said, to... it's hard to look at it through the lens of, of just him getting fired after what we found out today. Well, let's get into that then since, since, uh, it's kind of hard to not talk about yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Cause like. On this episode, like I wanted to have our, our conversation of like who do we think should be the next guy or the, right. who they should, and I assume he probably would have come up at least by one or two of us. But yeah, Mister J.J. Abrams himself is going to direct, write and direct uh, episode nine. Right. So, I feel like they announced that they took Trevorrow writing it away a while ago too. Yeah. Yeah. So like, well, it was we, like a couple weeks ago we talked about how. They had added that other writer. I don't remember what his name was, but we talked. We didn't talk much about oh, it. It right. was like, oh, look, yeah. there was a little headline about how episode nine had added a different writer or something. Yeah, it's, it's it. In hindsight, it's like, oh, well, that's probably like the first clue that something was, <laughs> something was off. Yeah. Yeah. I well, guess I, yeah. So, what what do you guys think, though? Like, are are you stoked? Are you worried like i'm i'm not like i'm actually kind of like happy but like i feel like i'm no longer like curious about like what kind of movie some some other director will put together that's that's like their interpretation of the star wars universe yeah so like it's I'm happy that like it's gonna be an awesome like finale to the to the to the uh, this trilogy, but I'm also like always kind of I'm always gonna wonder if I guess. Yeah, yeah no, that's a fair point. Um. Yeah. What about you guys? I you no, know I like it I like J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Uh, like. Yeah. To to me, I guess it it's this seems like the the safest decision for them. Yeah. I mean, I I, I kind of wonder like if if there was any potential that Ryan Johnson would just do eight eight into nine, 
but I'm guessing. I was kind of hoping for that. Yeah, that, that was that would probably be like my first choice. But, I really like Ryan Johnson, man. Like he's so like completely won me over at Celebration. Yeah. Like not not just coming down to like hang out with people because that was awesome. But like just everything he said, like the way yeah. he 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 describes things and the way he sees movies. I don't know, like just every, pretty much every fucking time he opened his mouth, he just like endeared me more and more to <laughs> yeah, him. So I, yeah, like I, I think he wanted every Star Wars fan over at Celebration. Yeah, I kind of hope he. Like I have a feeling he'll he'll be back involved in some way in Star Wars in the future. Definitely. Especially if this go if this movie goes well, yeah, yeah, I, I, and I think probably what happened there is just like he's probably gonna finish like the promotional tour in December, and then they're probably gonna start production right in Jan- January for Episode Nine. So it's probably just like far too taxing on any human to just go right into a <laughs> project like that, right. Yeah, I mean, I think the it's like you said, it's Danny's kind of the safe bet, but I think that's also kind of what they need because I think they realized that like they uh-huh. took a bit of a gamble on him, and then they saw the book of Henry, and they're like, "Oh wait, yeah. shit, what did we do?" Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I like I realize it's kind of insane the amount of directors that have been fired or almost fired or whatever you want to say, but. I think at the end of the day, they are still moving in the right direction because, to me, I'd be worried if they had severe issues with a director and they didn't fire. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's dramatic and it's crazy that it's happened this many times, but it's like, if you realize it's better to do that and try to fix it, in my opinion, than to try to keep making a situation where, like with Lord and Miller, it sounded like, they tried to make that shit work for months. They shot, what, two-thirds of the movie. And then they said, this shit ain't working. And if you... Like, I think it takes a... It, ha- it takes a lot more, like, humility, but also a lot more intelligence to be able to admit that that level of a mistake. Because yeah. I think that's, like, a big part of it is not wanting to, like, lose face and, and, and have the PR side of it. But... I think they they realize that in the end, the PR side of it will over time work itself out by making a better movie than about worrying about how this looks, how like the optics of it look in the short term. Yeah. And and so I, I'm excited. The thing I was most surprised by, though, is all the fucking pissing and moaning and complaining <laughs> that I've heard in the last couple of hours from people on the Internet. Like mad that J.J. like they're like complaining oh, no. about him like I don't fucking oh, yeah, don't get me wrong I, not, I, I understand am, it I am like not, I don't get it I'm not upset and I I'm I, this actually like I know I will get a satisfying ending to this trilogy my, my only point was that like I I'm always gonna wonder like if, if another director actually did do it just to kind of see the three different interpretations of the story I I totally agree with that I think that I think it means that it will be a much less predictable ending, maybe. Or, sorry, I mean a much more, much yeah. less unpredictable, as I meant to say. 
much less unpredictable ending to the trilogy, but I also would rather have a really good movie yeah. as the ending. To, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. but it would have been interesting to see a different director's interpretation. But after what I've heard about Book of Henry, I don't think I really wanted <laughs> to see his interpretation of Star Wars. <laughs> like, Yeah, it's, it sounded like he probably wasn't the best dude to, to be up in my Star Wars, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to be careful about who you let up in your Star Wars. Right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> use, yeah. use protection. Use protection. Make them buy um, you dinner at least first. But I, yeah, right? <laughs> like, make an, make an evening out of it. Uh, light some candles. Yeah. Very white, you know, like... But, nice yeah, I don't meal. know. Yeah, right? Like, uh... But I don't understand, like, I'm just, the thing that surprises me is that, like, where the fuck were all these people who hated J.J. Abrams two years ago when it was the most successful movie of all time? Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand. It's such a bizarre, like, I don't know, like, dichotomy or whatever the fucking word, like, the, 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 the same people who are sitting here fucking ready to cream in their fucking jeans over over any shred of information about The Last Jedi, you know, the sequel to the fucking movie that J.J. Abrams made that made $2 billion. It was like the most fucking biggest movie of all time. You know what I mean? It's like, and those same people who are ready, like I said, ready to fucking cream in their jeans over Ryan Johnson, just like I am are going to sit there and fucking turn around and, and say, like, oh, fucking J.J. Abrams. Like, they're going to complain about J.J. Abrams while they're sitting there, like, ready to fucking blow their load over a sequel to the movie that he made. Like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> right? and, and explain that to me. And another thing is, like, we, we haven't seen Ryan Johnson's Star Wars movie yet. I mean, before we, like, I don't know, <laughs> praise him here. Like, I think it will be good, but, like... Well, no, I just have a lot more confidence yeah. in him. In like, I've seen Brick and Looper, and I really dug those yeah. movies. That doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to be the greatest movie of all time. But you know what I mean? I think generally there's a pretty positive outlook on this movie yeah. so far from most of the fans. Yeah, I think that's very... That's, that's accurate. Uh, what else though? Like, would you guys have wanted anybody else, or had a uh, dream director for Episode Nine? Hmm. I you know I mean I I just feel like eventually Joss Whedon's gonna do a Star Wars movie just because he's everywhere right now DC yeah. Marvel. I I I think you're right. I don't know if it's. I mean, I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world. I don't know. I don't know. I just, like, I'm kind of neutral about that. Like, I, because he's done so many other things. But I guess you could say the same shit about J.J. Abrams, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would be interested to see what he would do with one for sure. Um, I think, <laughs> I don't think it's very likely. And I don't think they would have picked him for episode nine. But if we're talking about just, like, directors who I would love to see what they would do getting to play in the Star Wars sandbox. I would love to see what fucking Christopher Nolan would do with the Star Wars movie. Uh, but 
you know, just after. And, and like, I've heard people say, like, oh, he would never do that. Well, it's like, but at the same time, like, before he took on the Batman trilogy, you wouldn't have necessarily seen him as the kind of filmmaker who would do a big do budget Batman. franchise, like, like big budget comic book franchise like that. But he did a really interesting take on it. I don't know that it would necessarily fit within the the sort of cinematic world of what Disney wants to go for, but I think that Christopher Nolan would do some really interesting shit if he was right. given the chance to just like do a standalone movie. Cause I think that's where he would thrive in that kind of situation is like, do your thing, like do the movie kind of movie you want to make. We're not going to say it has to be about Luke or Ray or any of these people, you know what I mean? To just say like, cause I think those are his better movies. As much as I love The Dark Knight and all that, like some of his better movies, I think, are where he can kind of dictate the story. And I guess actually, really, he did dictate the story for The Dark Knight as well. But I think it would be different in that situation because Disney wouldn't necessarily let him do. You know, they talk as for as much as they like to talk about how everybody has creative freedom, and I think J.J. Abrams did to a large degree, and I think Ryan Johnson does to a certain degree. But the reality is that they've fired multiple directors over them not being willing to fucking toe the company line when it at the end of the day, when they say, you know, when push comes to shove, if they're not willing to fucking uh, to go along with what Kathleen Kennedy or Lucasfilm wants to do, your ass is grass. You know what I mean? And and so, like, for as much as they like to talk about the out the other side of their mouth about how everybody has creative freedom, like, I think it seems like more of the reality is it's like they do have a plan, an overall overarching plan. And if you're not on board with that, you know, they're going to give you the fucking axe. Yep. But I guess I'd rather have that. Like, I'd rather have them yeah, like, have a clear vision and say, net, yeah. no, fuck you. We're going to stick to our vision and find somebody who will go along with it than have them be all loosey-goosey and be like, oh, you want to just fucking change whatever and make a shitty movie out of it? Like, yeah, okay, cool. You made the book of Henry, so, like, you clearly know what you're doing. Like, we'll <laughs> just let leave it all up to you. No, like, I, li- I do like the fact that they had the balls to be like, yeah, you know what? This is going to look bad. It's going real bad because we just did this shit like two months ago. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you know it, it shows you how much dedication they the have best. to like making sure they get the best possible movies out there. It's like I'm right. sure they, they paid Colin Trevor a buttload of money up to this point. Yeah. And they're just like, all I right. I think they're, they're taking the long view on it and they're yeah. saying, look, yeah, it's going to look bad for six, eight months. But in five years, yeah. the amount of money that we've made off of that movie being good is going to vastly outweigh this shitty couple weeks of, of PR. And honestly, probably, like, in a few weeks, whenever it is that they release the next trailer for Last Jedi, like, you know what I mean? Like, people are, we're going to fucking move on. Like, we moved on from Phil Lord and Chris Miller pretty quick, right? Like, yeah. Like, oh, there's a new director? Okay, cool. And then you start talking about that. And then you're not really, we're not, like, until today, until it became relevant because they fired another director, we really haven't talked about that in a while. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, like, that's the thing, like, in this day and age where, like, you really need to have your movie kind of, like, not cater to, but, like, 
be compatible with the critics <coughs> and also like the early reviews because word of mouth spreads fast and like if people start seeing 38s on Rotten Tomatoes they're gonna say like oh maybe I don't need to see that movie this opening weekend or something <laughs> and that's just speaking of that though uh, just on a quick sidebar yeah uh, I think just it just made me think of it because you're talking about like word of mouth or it made a shit fuck of money last weekend uh, on its opening weekend. It was the biggest R-rated movie opening ever. And I think that was just because people started being like, yo, you should go see this shit. It's good. Like, yeah. And yeah, me and Rafe went and saw it. And I had never seen the old one. I never read the book. I didn't really know much about it other than, oh, then it was a creepy-ass clown. It's a good fucking movie, though, dude. Uh, it definitely. How, it's, it's hard to describe. Like, it's not the scariest movie ever. But, dude, my heart was fucking pounding. Like, some of that shit is very intense and, like, nerve-wracking and just, like... They know... Whoever directed it, I don't remember the dude's name, but he, they're very good at building fucking tension and, and, and like, anticipation and scenes. It's, it's not all just, like, jump scares and shit, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, sidebar, though. That was... Uh, uh, but I agree about what you're saying about, like, word of mouth. It's, like, it, it can either very quickly super increase your fucking yeah. your your box office take or it can fucking nosedive it in like a second exactly like <laughs> i wonder like the what the uh what the ratio is between like percentage of like your rotten tomatoes percentage versus like how much you make in like in your opening weekend or whatever i'm sure there's like some formula that can figure that shit out All right <laughs> Right, and I think I think to some extent Star Wars is impervious to sort of yeah box office. Like it's still gonna make any Star Wars movie you slap Star Wars on it. It's still gonna yeah, probably make several hundred million dollars. Exactly. But if they start sucking, eventually people are gonna stop going to them. As yeah, much. yeah. Like, you see that with like the DCU movies. Like they get terrible reviews, but. Still, because it has they still make Superman on insane it, insane amount of money though. Makes it, yeah, yeah. So, we will see. Overall, though, I'm optimistic. Oh, yeah. oh the other thing that we sh- the didn't talk about though, so they moved the release date to December, which I'm excited about. <laughs> I, back to our back to our Christmas present. I am, yeah. I am actually happy about that. <laughs> right. Like, it, just, have, it just seems like natural in like these new Star Wars, I guess, Disney Lucasfilm movies. Like it's this the, the Christmas present of Star Wars. It's nothing's better. For real, dude. I I really like it. Han Solo is gonna be this weird outlier where if they don't, in, I still can't believe they haven't announced that being delayed yet. I well, you never know. Yeah, I I kind of I would. Put adult like if if it was like a it was the uh, the Mayweather McGregor fight I'd I'd put a month a dollar on it to get moved back just because I don't know I have a funny feeling I I I agree with both of you I think I would be surprised if it doesn't get moved back but the closer and closer we get it's like if they're gonna move it back I'm almost surprised that they haven't done it sooner. Yeah. Well, but, well that's the thing, like they're running out of time to announce that they're moving it back, but they're also running out of time to like start promoting it. Like we don't even have a title yet. That's the thing. So that's the thing that makes me think that you guys are probably right is that A, there's no title and B, like you said, the promotion because 
I feel like there's other than the bad press about the directors getting fired, there's not a lot of like general public awareness of that of this movie coming out. Like everybody knows Last Jedi is coming out because everybody saw The Force Awakens. Like that was a cultural event. You know what I mean? Like that was a big thing. Like any like my like people who know nothing about Star Wars saw that movie. In the same, you know what I mean, like, but I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, and even with like Rogue One, people were saying like, oh, where, where's Ray in this movie? Like the general right, public. exactly. It's, so like, it's they, like they're like, oh, this isn't where Finn and Finn and Ray aren't in this. Like I don't understand, and I think if you don't start that fucking ball rolling early and say like, <laughs> get it out there, uh that this shit is coming and that a this movie exists and that b like oh by the way one of the most iconic characters of all time that you just saw die has been recast by somebody you've never heard of you know what <laughs> i mean like all of these yeah. things are working against this movie and i hope it's a good movie but like you know what i mean like i think all of these things in combination working against it together to me screams yeah, it's it's move it to December because definitely the most give yourself some fucking time. Yeah, especially with like JJ taking over nine now, like it's definitely the most worrisome like movie I have. Is like, yeah, is it actually going to be a good movie? I got a lot of faith in Ronnie Howard. So oh yeah, he, I think and that, I, that's probably why it's it's him making the finishing touches on it because he probably will go in there and make a decent movie out of it. Yeah, but it definitely was a bit of a shit sandwich for a while. And again, I really hope that the fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi rumors are true. I think that movie would be interesting, and and Ewan McGregor's on board. I just, like, again, like, there's a lot of reasons to be excited about this movie with the Han Solo movie, but I just, I never needed Han Solo's backstory. Like, I just... You know what I mean? Like, that's just not something I ever needed. Like, I'll watch it, and it'll be good, and I'll be entertained by it. But, like, I'm going in with pretty low expectations. Yeah, it's like it's like you almost had all the backstory you needed with Han Solo. Like, you knew he was a smuggler. He won the Millennium Falcon off uh, Alf Lando. And that's, that's pretty much what he did. He also did the Kessel Run, and... 12 parsecs like yeah right uh okay so okay so before we get away from star wars though i was thinking of something earlier that i wanted to to uh poke your brains about um so i was listening to a podcast and i've heard might have had it a little bit before, but they were talking about whether or not Kylo Ren can and or will be redeemed in the sequel trilogy. And also, do you want that to happen? Yeah, this is uh, one of those questions that I kind of toy around with, kind of like in the same vein as like who his race parents are. Because on the one hand, I... I don't think you can have the son of Han Solo and, and, uh, and Leia 
just be an evil shithead. Yeah. On the other hand, how do you redeem him without making it just fall into that, uh-oh, this, they're just repeating the same storyline as the original <laughs> Like, So, yeah. I, I almost... What if he, like, actually does, like, convert to the light and then fights side by side with Rey at the end? Because that's not something we've quite seen with Vader. Like, we kind of did, but not until his, like, he made his one last redeeming... I think there act. was a there was an old Expanded Universe comic where it was like a what-if, and where, like, Vader lives after Return of the Jedi, and he starts wearing white armor, and he, like, joins the Rebellion and, like... Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, or like I if, like the I like the idea. I I think there was like some concept art that like came out or like fan fan art that came out like right after Force Awakens that had like the dark side Ray and like the light side Kylo Ren. I, I think that'd oh, be actually yeah, kind of cool. Oh yeah, I've seen that. It's dope. Like if if they if like kind of Ray fell further Flipped and further. Flip Yeah, and then like Luke and. And Kylo or Luke and Ben Solo had to go like and... Snoke seduces her, yeah, and then Kylo realizes the arrow. Dude, I like that fucking idea. I literally have never that. You know, of all the different scenarios I've played out in my head, I've never thought of that one. I like that. So I don't like. I don't know how super likely it is, but I think it's a really interesting idea. Yeah, I, I don't know either, but but that's okay. Yeah. Chris, though. Do you, Chris, do you think it's going to happen? Do you want it to happen? Uh, I don't think I actually want it to happen, but uh, I don't know. I feel like it'd be kind of a cop-out does happen. You know, I don't know. I like to, I just like to see him get killed, to be honest. You're really pissed he killed on Solo. I understand. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's funny that you say that exactly now because that's the perfect segue into my last question, which is the first thing that the first question that I thought of earlier when I started thinking about this, <coughs> which led to me asking all these other questions. But <coughs> the question that I'm wondering is then <laughs> it sounds like I might have an answer from one of you. Um, what's worse? Murdering dozens of children for one Han Solo. <laughs> well, how many children did he? See age-old question. I mean, how how Sorry, many how, how many children did Kylo kill at uh, at Luke's like training that's, ground? Thing? That's all implied. We don't know that he killed any children. They might have all been adults. Yeah, that's true. We have no proof. We only have proof. Yes, yeah, we have proof that Anakin slaughtered. Dozens of children. And we know that Kylo Ren... The only... Have we seen... We've seen Kylo Ren kill Lor Santeca. And anybody else other than Han Solo? Uh... No. I feel like yeah. probably, maybe. But not that I can think of. <laughs> so... I mean, I would say murdering a bunch of children. Because cause they're children. Yeah, sure. I'd... Right, but in the eyes of Star Wars fans, what's more uh, unforgivable? Uh, murdering he, he also nameless, gives, faceless children or murdering their favorite character of and all he, time? he also gives the command to kill that entire village in, in the opening. That's true. But he doesn't do it himself, does he? No, but... No. 
But okay, but okay, but to you guys, what, 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 what is what's worse to like? What do you think is worse in the minds of Star Wars fans? Is murdering nameless children or murdering Han Solo? Because I think for most Star Wars fans, yeah. the more unforgivable thing is murdering Han Solo. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Of course, <laughs> nameless, nameless Jedi, <laughs> nameless Jedi children. I mean, it's like terrible, but I do find it kind of hilarious because, like, I'm like kind of in like in between. Like, I don't, I don't have hard feelings about it one way or the other, but like, I do find it kind of hilarious. And I think probably for most Star Wars fans, <laughs> would say like, yeah, it's much more unforgivable that you would kill one seventy-five-year-old man. Then <laughs> been kind of a, a dick most of his life. He's funny and endearing, but he's kind of a dick, and he's seventy five years old, and he's kind of a shitty dad. Uh, it's definitely worse to do that than to kill, you know, twenty five Jedi children who could have, you know, saved the galaxy. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't, I don't it's know. It's just funny when you try to apply logic to to the emotional, <laughs> emotional yeah. frenzy that is, like, Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was a funny <laughs> question anyway. <laughs> no, I, I think what I've honestly done is, like, I, I've, I'm like a uh, Han Solo death truther where, like, I, I, I'm convinced that there's something more to it than that he just... He just decided... You think he's going to... I think for some, you think he's still alive is what you're trying no, to say. No, I don't. I don't think he's still alive. I think like there's some reason that Han let let his son kill him so that it'll do something well, later. Or I I don't know. There's this whole theory about how how Han actually ignited the lightsaber. Yeah, I, I don't think it was that either. I think like, I don't he, buy into that, but I think he went into that situation knowing exactly how it was going to turn out. Yeah, and I, I think... He it, was just doing it for Leia's sake because she asked him to, and he's like, it's not going to work, and she's like, you have to try. Yeah. And he only did it for her, you know what I mean? Like, he knew yeah. that shit wasn't going to work as soon as he went out onto that bridge. But... He had to do it because that's his fucking that's that's his bottom bitch, dude. That's fucking that's Princess Leia, General Leia. No, I, I guess this like, this kind of like goes back into like why I think Kylo. I want him to ultimately be redeemed because I, I think there's something that he's like not necessarily like a double agent, but he's like following this path to like I I don't know I I can't ooh. I haven't flushed yeah. it out, but. My, my my new random theory that I just made up right now. Yeah, no. Yeah, Han went in knowing he had to die, just like you know Luke had to see his uncle, and aunt dead, before he'd pursue the Force. You know. Interesting. Maybe I like it. I like it though. I'm just spitballing here. So. Yeah. No, I like it. That's that's good though. That's like that's why. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Uh, okay, I'll give you my two cents about Kylo being redeemed, though. Uh, I think I think it's necessary, and I think I hope it happens, but I hope it doesn't happen until some point in 10, 11, and 12. Okay. Like, I want him to keep being the villain. What I would be interested to see happen 
would be for Kylo to fucking ultimately usurp Snoke, because that's what Sith or Dark Jedi or just bad dudes in general do, is they fucking betray each other. And I hope Kylo fucking kills Snoke. You know, maybe, like, Snoke's about to kill Luke. Okay, yeah, all right. Maybe Snoke's about to kill Luke. And Kylo finally breaks down and goes, you know what? No, fuck you. Fucking kills Snoke. Cuts his head off. Whatever. But then Kylo still remains the bad guy. He's just now the head bad guy. Okay, I like that. All the way through 9. And then, at, you know, even into 10. And then maybe in episode 11, he starts to be in, you know, that, that you know, in the, in the way that, like, in Empire Strikes Back, you start to, like, Vader, I think, genuinely wants Luke to join him. You know what I mean? Like, he wants to, like, have his only family that is alive left. Like, he wants him there. Like, he's going about it in kind of a fucked up way, but I think it's a genuine, like, thing. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But then if you wait until episode 11 to do that, then I think you're you're not going to... If you do that in episode... If you, you know, you start him down that road in episode 8, I think you're going to hear all these complaints about them just rehashing. But if you build and let him be... Let him kill fucking Snoke and be the villain for another couple, three, four movies, and then slowly start him being redeemed in 11 and then finally in 12 i think that would be an interesting way to do it interesting way that leads me to another interesting question i guess do you want the next trilogy to be set right after this trilogy i would say so maybe give it like I would say, okay, episode nine is coming. Okay, Han Solo is 2018. Episode nine is going to be 2019. I say maybe give it four to five years. Give it five years. Okay. And, and you know, and then do the next sequel trilogy or whatever, or the sequel, sequel trilogy, whatever you're going to call whatever we'll call it at that <laughs> point. Like, I don't know what we'll call it. The double sequel trilogy. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Probably just call it ten, eleven, and twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Or the tweens. We'll call it the tween. The tween. The tweens. Twelve. Tween cool trilogy. Yep. We're we're ahead of the curve here. Equal. Thinking yep. of this shit. Everybody here. Three you years here before. Yeah. Equal. Yeah. Remember that shit. Five years from now. Uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is. Uh, however long it takes them to do it, but I think yeah, I think it would be good to give it a little bit of room. You know, just do a couple more standalones in there and then bring it right. back because then, then we can make the joke Star Wars is back again. Uh, <laughs> and then, but then it can, you know, what I mean, like, I think if you make people right. wait a little bit, it, it'll, it'll, yeah, yeah, have more meaning when it comes more back. Meaning, right. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, yeah. don't want to, I don't want to sound grim at that point, but you know, uh, you know, Mark Hamill's getting up there. I think he's in pretty good health, man. He never look as much as I love Carrie Fisher, man. She fucking rode she, hard. She rode the dragon, wet, man. She fucking <laughs> she hit it hard, dude. Like she she had like a Keith. She she's like on level with like Keith Richards, you know. What I mean, she's <laughs> like she she fucking hit it hard for a lot of years, and and that really like that puts your puts a lot of miles on your fucking tires, you know. what I mean, like and. It, you know, like it's not like it's fucking sad as fuck, but it's not like 
the craziest yeah. thing that ever happened that somebody who did that shit for their entire life just dropped dead at 60 or however old she was. Like, it's fucking sad and it's terrible. Yeah. And, like, I wish it hadn't happened, but, like, that's the reality of fucking living like that for that many years. So, like, it's, it's, it sucks. But, you know, yeah. I mean, if anything, hopefully, like, seeing that shit will prevent yeah. some other people from going down the same road. Doing it? So. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, I guess kind of, <laughs> uh, the, the sequel, sequel, they're the Tweakle trilogy. Yeah, there you Tweakle. go. Tweakle. Uh, seriously, dude, that's going to be a thing, and I'm going to get so mad when when, when, <laughs> when other people are like, oh, we came up with Tweakle. It's like, no, oh, dude, go back to 2017 and listen, and you'll know you're wrong. And we, uh, this this will still be on iTunes then. I'll, I'll make sure of it. Well, if, if the world hasn't been fucking glowing with yeah. nuclear radiation for several years by then, but we can hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you have two giant man babies in charge of making nuclear weapons decisions, it's hard to hard yeah. to look and five years down the road necessarily, but... And yeah, so natural disasters destroying like all of our <laughs> yeah, yeah just like shit's country. getting wiped out left and right. Plus, there's fucking maniacs with nuclear weapons in every direction, including yeah. ourselves. I'm not like I would, saying <laughs> I include it's the end of the world, on the but list of maniacs. I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but it's it's uh. But but it's, all it's, the more reason yeah. to like you know fucking spend your time <laughs> relaxing and talking about Star Wars exactly. because. If she, if it's all just gonna go to shit tomorrow anyway, it's like you might you know like might, might as well, well yeah might enjoy as well. yourself. So, well, I'm gonna put in my uh, special edition VHSs tonight and go to sleep tonight. There, there you, you go. go. Watch that. Get get some of that good Leonard Malton. Yep. <laughs> oh, I have I have something exciting today. I did find. I don't know how rare it is everywhere else, but I had a hard time finding it because I didn't go Force Friday. But I did find a Luke Black Series yesterday nope. at Target. Dude, okay, I'll Jumped tell you that. though, if you take it out of the box, that like I thought the cape was real shitty, and then I realized that it has strings that you can tie around. I almost uh, cut it off because I was like, look at these fucking frayed ass fucking shitty stitching and then i realized like oh no they intentionally put these strings <laughs> on there so you can tie it around him oh okay but yeah it's dope dude it's probably like one of definitely one of my favorites you know i, I have the han luke and leia now finally from uh like you know episode seven or whatever and it's it's like kind of depressing to look at them all together because just that we'll never get to see all three of them together in a scene ever. But yeah, you know, it's rough. I, yeah. I I really hope we at least get Luke and Luke. it. Kind of like it would seem on paper kind of insane that if you would go back, what five years ago when Disney bought Lucasfilm and and say to me, okay, look, here's the deal. You're going to finally get episodes 7, 8, and 9 with Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher. But the only ones that are ever going to be on screen together is Han and Leia for like a few minutes. Yeah. And I... Luke and Han never meet up, and Luke and Leia never meet up in three rough. movies. 
Yeah, I remember I initially had to come. To it would be with, like, like you would think that was insane. Yeah, like yeah. I, I remember like in the aftermath of seeing like The Force Awakens for the first time, I was like, it kind of like took me a second to get come to grips with the fact that Han and Luke would never uh, be piloting the uh, the Millennium Falcon again. Yeah, and he would never get to call him kid, even though yeah. he's sixty. Like, I was hoping yeah. for that so much. Like, yeah, I know like it's if, corny as shit, but yeah, like, like if in the if you know like what I mean, just like a scene, little bit like, of banter. Yeah. Like That's... just something, just one scene, man. Like, I don't know. It's hard. And that, it's that's hard to just think that, like, that's ne- that we. It's it's hard because it's like it's bittersweet because we get these movies, yeah. which I've never ever thought we would get for like most of my life. But that it's like, I mean, you gotta take it as what it. I guess the same with the prequels. Yeah, it's I, like I, as much as I love the prequels, you gotta take them as what they are. And it's just you know. And I, I think like what they're doing now is like part of this whole, I guess, central theme of these like. This tr- sequel trilogy is like, what what's really going on with with Luke Skywalker? Because like, we've only heard him say that one line, and we really don't know what where his mind state is exactly. Right, right. So he could that, be completely off the see, rails. I, I, at this I think point. that'd be that'd be kind of hard to do if you had one one like throwback scene with him like in the uh, the gunner's chair of the, the Falcon shooting down some TIE fighters with Han in, in the pilot seat. Well, I don't necessarily mean to that, quite to that extent. Yeah, yeah. But not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't need to, they don't need to, like, do that, like, scene for scene. Like, we, I, you know, we yeah. did kind of get that with Ray and Finn, which I thought was a cool callback. Yeah. But just even just a scene of dialogue of them, like, Yeah, no, I know. I'm, reuniting That's, oh, that's obviously just, an extreme case, but. Yeah. Just, just something. Just. Just to physically see them together, like, on the screen, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Well. But it is what it is. Yes, it is. So, uh, any other, uh, tidbits you want to tidbit on? I'm all out of tidbits. I'm all out as well. Alright, do you get to get into Rosie now? Yeah. Tell your story about a woman I know. I come loving, steal the show. She ain't exactly pretty, ain't exactly small. Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six. You can say she got it all. All right, so. Uh... Episode twenty one of Rosie, Death and Stuff. Can I? I want to say I want to say something before you, I get your guys' opinions. Uh, this episode was based around kind of a really kind of dark thing, but I might have laughed the hardest at this episode than I have at any other episode of this show. So I'm just I, gonna say it was my favorite so far. I have to hundred percent agree with you. Like, there's two moments I don't want to get to get into in this in this episode, but basically the premise is. Uh, there's, it's the episode starts out. There's basically a bunch of run in the mill things going on. Uh, Jackie's taking the kids out to the mall or something. Rosie and Dan get the house alone with a cell 
for themselves and um towards the beginning they they're trying to they're Rosie's trying to uh, seduce Dan. And <laughs> Becky Becky does say Sundays are like death around here before they leave. Oh so. yeah. So that's yeah. The, the foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh instead Dan decides he wants he's gonna work on the fridge and while he's doing that he says like, "Oh, there's I'm selling the the dishwasher because there there might be some people coming over, so I'll just work on the fridge and if they knock, just go let them in and let them see the or the the laundry machine or something." Um, so, Rosie answers the door when it, when someone knocks and it's this older guy. Do, do you remember what he was trying to sell? Uh, some sort of cleaning solution. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's clean. It's some cleaning something. solution. And then he, he's going through his pitch with her, and, and Rosie's kind of, like, being Rosie, saying, like, I like my house a mess. Like, it's, I keep it this way, <laughs> or something. And uh, then he's like, all right. Then he kind of, he kind of, he like drops the pitch, and he's just like, all right, look, I'm, I'm, it's hot out here. I just need a drink of water. Do you mind if I go into the kitchen and just have a glass of water? And Rosie's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then the next scene, Dan and, uh, Rosie are, are telling, all right, Dan's asking Rosie, like, why are you letting this a stranger in her house? You know, you don't know what he's up to. He's just some random sales guy. And then uh, this is where the episode kind of takes a dark turn. They kind of go check on him, and he's kind of passed out on the table. And uh, Rosie checks his pulse and finds out that he's not, his heart's not beating anymore, and he seems to have uh, passed away in their kitchen. Uh, <laughs> and then from there... <laughs> <laughs> like the the uh, they call the police and then the uh, there there's this officer and I actually I wonder I was wondering I could if the, if this like the actor that played this police officer like did anything else and he was just in a bunch of like shitty like eighties movies because he I, he was a highlight. It's hard to episode. tell if he was in a bunch of shitty eighties movies or if he just looks like a guy who would have <laughs> been in a bunch yeah. of shitty eighties movies. <laughs> well, no, he he actually was. <laughs> But I, I thought I, I thought I recognized him from somewhere. I, I guess because he's just that kind of standard, right? Eighties B movie. Eighties B movie guy. But uh, yeah. they, they basically have to leave the body in the kitchen until the coroner, who's out on a golf trip, can come and pronounce him dead, and then they can move the body. And then while they're waiting, the rest of the family comes home, and Rosie and Dan just kind of like try to push them, put, try to, like, distract them and tell them to go to a movie, get out of here. But then the uh, the police officer guy comes back, and he's like, oh, by the way, just talk to the coroner. He's actually, he's just on the on whole nine. He'll be, like, another couple hours. And then, like, all the kids, or Darlene's, like, <laughs> the best out of this episode because she just wants to check out the dead body. Yeah. And, and, and of course she does and she knocks it on the floor and that's a whole other comical thing <laughs> but I, I think the uh the first thing that uh the first thing that made me just crack like laugh hysterically was uh when they first find out that he's dead and um dan's like or rosie says like well at least i didn't buy anything off him and dan just looks at her and is like well because he died and she's like, that still counts. That that's one of those moments that I just like probably all my roommates heard me. And then uh what else? Man, there's a lot to this episode. There there is a good it's a little bit later on, I think, but there's yeah. a good where uh yeah. I think the cops there and they're arguing with him and then 
Rosie just gets all frustrated and just goes, well, if we would have had sex like I wanted to, yeah. none of this would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the people that were going to check out the uh, the dry, was there a, whatever. The, the, oh, the yeah, yeah, they're trying washer. to sell a washer and dryer. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, the, the people show up to... Because they show up to buy it, and they think it's like, oh, it's finally the coroner has finally showed up, and yeah. they're like, so, Darlene, so they let, let, they let him in. in and, then like, <laughs> and they can't really tell them, like, oh, you, you guys can't come in right now because there's a dead body in the kitchen. So they let them go. They, they, Dan tries to, like, quickly show them the wash and dryer, and he's just like, how much do you want for it? 125 well, 50 bucks. J- just take whatever, however much you want. And then they see, like, the uh, the wife of the, of the couple – She's like a, a massage therapist, and she's like, and she sees like the the grandfather. That they, I call him. Who do they call him? Like Uncle something. Yeah. Yeah. Like for for some reason, like she's like, well, let me give him a neck massage if he's so stiff. And he. And oh no starts, no! So his watch, his the dead guy's watch starts beeping. Oh yeah yeah. So that. And they go, oh, it's time him. for his medicine. And Dan comes over and smack. <laughs> he's trying to get the watch to stop beeping, and he smashes his fucking arm onto the yeah. table until it breaks it. And then yeah. And they go, oh, what's the medicine for? And he's like, oh, uh, neck spasms. And she's like, oh, he probably just needs a good massage. Like I'm at, yeah what. It, something about like oh i'm a massage yeah a massage therapist or masseuse or whatever and uh yeah then she, <laughs> she massages the dead body yeah so the random lady that, that just is that that's just checking out the the washer and dryer to see if they want to buy it off off dan she starts massaging his the back of his dead guy's neck and like Rosie and Dan just look at each other and is like, what the fuck are we getting into now? And oh, then man. uh and then uh the the final I guess it'll it'll the finally like the quarter comes down come comes and uh sees the dead body they he checks his pulse really quick and he's like, Yep, he's dead and then just dips out really quickly. And and everyone's just like, Oh great. All thanks for the this uh superior medical experience that can tell us that this guy's dead. And uh Another part that just I couldn't stop laughing about was uh, finally the the couple come back and say like we'll buy the the, the laundry, and then they they see, they see the uh, the like the the people taking the the dead body off on the stretcher. She's like, and we're just like I tried that thing you showed me. And Didn't I was, work. I, I, I was just done. <laughs> I was just done at that point. So. So yeah, this episode is I think what what this uh, what this great television masterpiece of the uh, the late eighties and early nineties why it is what it is so I, I'm I'm gonna give it a, a ten. Ten. I'm gonna go nine point five just because you know I just want to give a ceiling for there maybe there's a better one out there but this one was. Uh, I like this. Yeah, this might have been one of my favorite episodes on, of TV. Like, it's definitely in my top ten episodes of TV of all time, as far yeah. as like humor goes. Yeah, like I, I was gonna go nine point seven five because I already gave a nine point five to one other one. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ten, and, and we'll, we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, this is, the, this is the standard that I'm gonna measure every episode from here out. Yeah, I'm with you, Danny. That's that's a ten for me. 
It's as much as I love that other one that we gave. It had, had like a nine point five or whatever. Like this to me, just the whole way through was just so fucking funny. Like and just like the the scenes, like when you're just like, oh man, this shit can't get any worse. And then like the couple shows up and they're just like, oh, this can't get any worse. And they start fucking giving a massage to the dead body. You're like, oh my god, you know what I mean? It's just like they just keep fucking ramping it up and oh, up and god, up it's and just up. Comedic gold, like. Ugh. I love it. I love it. It's a 10 for me all the way. So, yeah, and I, I definitely suggest anyone who hasn't seen this show yet that listens to this, just you watch this episode. Yeah, start definitely. with this one. It's Get your yeah. feet wet. This one. is, like, really where the show, I, like, starts to take off. And, like, yeah, it's... No, we're almost at the end of season one. I, I thought there was 22, but there's 23, so... Okay. Where's okay. his 21 right now, so we got two more episodes, and then we're done with season one, which is kind of fucking crazy. Crazy. That is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> soon enough, we'll have new episodes. It's coming on up, dude. 2018 is not that far away. Nope. We're uh, almost halfway through September. Mm-hmm. Only like two, three and a half months left, yeah. Yeah, shit ain't that far away. It seems like far away right now, but, like, it's really not. It's not, no. Dude, like, uh, okay, September. What, okay, so Star Wars is going to be out in three months? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, like, thinking of picturing it as being so far away in my head, thinking back to, like, April and, like, how far away it felt then, but it's really not that far. I had a little, like, I was able to, I, I went in and requested already, what is it, like, the 14th, whatever that Thursday is, uh, to watch Star Wars. Got that <laughs> off of work, and then people are like, why are you getting this fucking random, random Thursday in the middle of December, not near Christmas off? I was like, well, yeah, it is my Christmas, so. <laughs> exactly. No, dude, I'll, I plan on, I'm, I'll plan on being there. Yep. Yeah, I think I actually have that. Thursday off anyway because like I have this weird. Hey, will you now. fly out to fly out to Missoula and come watch it with us? <laughs> if I can, if I can swing it, I'm, I might. Yeah, why not, dude? You got a place to stay. All right, let's do it. What? <laughs> uh, okay, so a uh, little bit of business though. So bribery and pleading seems to have worked as far as getting a couple reviews going so that's pretty cool uh i'm trying to pull it up right now but it's struggling yeah I'm uh, yeah it is struggling yep come on little doggy here we go come on come on come on well, God damn it! All right, uh, I'll get it up. Let, I haven't, I have it in like two seconds. Yeah, my shit is not loading. So, okay, the point being, we went from seven to eleven. Yeah, I think there's 11. one or two more that I've seen people be like, "I posted the thing," but it hasn't popped up yet. So there might be more than that, but only eleven have come through. Uh, and yeah, we got so, four reviews out of this week. Uh, Alright. We gotta give a shout out to BHJR 1981 Westberg Paul Westerberg Paul Wedge Darklight 
E and Darth Sidious 99. Thank you very much for the reviews. Okay, and so here's the thing. So technically, the last one, uh-huh. uh, Sidious, they're in the running. So they're not in this drawing because they're in the running for the next one for 11 to 15. So I hope Darth Sidious isn't disappointed because you're not gonna get this one, but you're in. You're you're already in the fucking queue for the next one, <laughs> as it were. Uh, and just because, like, we've been, like, desperately pleased with people and we finally wanted to try to get to 10 reviews, uh, I'm actually going to just, so for those three, because we got four reviews, but like I said, number 11 is going for the 11 through 15, uh, just to, like, try to, like, bolster some fucking shit here, uh, I'm just going to pick all three of those people because now we finally got eight nine we were stuck at seven for like i don't even know like 10 weeks or something so we finally those people who got us to eight eight nine and ten yeah so like those people those so i'm i'm gonna give the first one i think you said it was like brad something is that right uh bhjr i don't know okay i think that might be brad because there was somebody i think on my on twitter i think had a similar sounding name so okay whoever bh why well, we'll try to fucking figure it out through twitter and 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 itunes and we'll 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 find you but uh so it was bh something 1981 and what were the other two uh west paul and wedge darklight Okay, cool. Well, we'll we'll get a hold of you and and uh, and and get that. Out. So, okay. So here's the, oh, I'm just gonna. So I have, uh, uh, like I said, originally I said okay, I have a, a Luke and a Ray for episode eight, but I also have a Kylo. So I'm gonna take those three and uh, uh, give choice first choice to whoever is uh, the first review, BH whatever, 1981. Second, you know, and they'll get first pick between those three uh then uh the second person will get picked between the you know whichever two are left and then the third person will get uh uh i think it's something dark lighter will get which, which one is left but you all get something because uh feeling generous because i'm glad we finally got to uh uh 10 reviews because we were fucking stuck there for a while so uh, and just as a little, like, fucking, uh, you know, just a little bit of more blatant fucking bribery, uh, for the 11 through 15, whoever gets it, uh, I've got a, a Black Series, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, so. Hope that shit works. We'll see. <laughs> tell your, tell your buddies they can get free shit. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, thank thanks though, but to anybody who did write us a review. because uh, yeah, we appreciate it. It helps helps us out and uh we'll we'll send you stuff because I'm a grown grown ass man and I have like way too many toys, so <laughs> it's it's better this way. Right. Help us become adults. Yeah, sure. There you uh, go. I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, over. You can, it's all, yeah, you can it's try, over. but 
I don't know. I don't know if it'll work. Well, do or do not. Yeah. <laughs> there is no try. All right. Well, there is I feel no like that's spoon. a good note. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Before I ruin that, uh, yeah, that was a good note to end on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not, there's only try. Uh, well. Wait, I completely fucked it up anyway. Oh, well. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's end it up there. <laughs> All right. I'll, I, I gotta get to bed. All right, boys. Well, shit. All right. Yep. So we'll fucking we'll call her call her a night there. But uh yeah, I'm Dark Matt five oh one on Twitter. I'm Sitzfer. And I'm Holland Snooks. Good night everybody. JJ, what happened to Darth Vader's grandchildren? Oh George. This is great. Uh you tell me, man. You made all this shit up. JJ, what does it feel like to be you? Awesome. Let's go! You walk slowly down the street with the brain pool way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of his feet. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. To the sound of the beat, yeah.